Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I could see Kendall going full Scientologist. Yes. You know, I think uh, if we had a season five, Rob, I feel like there's room for the Scientology episode of Succession. Yeah, I don't know how much, like, in terms of, like, uh, again, I don't I don't want to disparage our, uh, like, our, our friends over yeah. at the uh, Scientology. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. Disparage away, please. Uh, mm, I, I think uh, well, you should do that. On your own time. Um, (laughs) That being said, R to the O B and Josh Wigler talking about succession. One podcast per week. C R to the O B and Josh Wigler talking about succession. Podcasting like bozos makes some noise. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's the Rob and Josh Show here on Post Show Recaps, talking about the final season of Succession all season long. I am Josh, back from the dead, living plus here on the Rob and Josh Show, joined by Rob. Rob, bet you're surprised to see me. Um, I am thrilled to be here. Uh, the, the thrilled that you're back here. Uh, a little nervous because uh, you were kind of speaking ill of the dead last week. Uh, well, smirching the honor of my beloved passion project and my carve out of post show recaps, DTH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that I mean, I was listening to a lot of rumors. Mm. I you weren't here. I thought you were dead. Mm. Uh. You know. I. Uh, I no, thought they were saying, "I'm dad. I'm dad." That's what <laughs> I they thought. Were you that you know? Look, Grace is a great tribute band yeah. of uh, Josh Wiggler, but yes. my bad, my, my dad. dad, my dad. Uh, yeah, much like Logan Roy doing the unexpected cameo at the start of Living Plus. Here we have yet another person returned from the grave to kick you into this week's Rob and mm-hmm. Josh talk show. I missed you very much. It was very fun to listen to you and Grace. Uh, I really would uh, make sure uh, to carve DTH out of any future buys. So it was an accurate read. Uh, looking forward to, to getting back into it. Uh, how's the week been since last we spoke? I guess the last two weeks. Last two weeks since last Yeah, it's week been spoke. a little bit of a rough week for your boy. Oh, because, no. Uh, no, I had not been feeling well. But I am very excited to talk success here today because I, I yeah. loved this week's episode. I loved this week's episode as well. There were a few moments in this week's episode where I was just howling, uh, laughing, laughing so hard. Part of it for me was like I basically I felt like a little detached from kill list jokes aside because like I didn't have to plug into it in the same way that I've had to plug into uh, 
so much of everything else uh, because I did not uh, I did not have to work that episode. So I kind of just watched it and vibed it. And I was a little concerned that when I got back into the podcast mix for Living Plus, I was like, OK, I've been living plus breathing succession literally every day since February, getting ready for this final season. Uh, and here I am now all of a sudden having missed a full week. You know what it's like, or do you? You never really miss a week of your stuff, Rob. Uh, you're always on. But if you miss a week, you feel mm. like maybe you've missed a big part of the conversation. Uh, Living Plus made it very easy to glide back in. There's just like so much fruit on the tree. Uh, mm -hmm. Really, really, really fun episode of the show, I thought. Yeah, really fun episode. And I have to say that as, you know, a, a big Kendall fan, mm -hmm. uh, I look, <laughs> that's my no, that is my number one guy. Yeah, you draw number one in the sand when you are at Kendall. For Roy Kendall. Beach. And yeah. I, I, and I, I root for Kendall. And, you know, I, I do, I do see his flaws. And a lot of times I don't care. Yes. But I have to say that this was as, like in, in thinking about it and like uh like revisiting it again this morning, I really feel like that I identified with this so much because this episode of Succession was the same sensation that I get when I am watching one of my sports teams uh -huh. and we win. And it's like, okay, oh, this is tense. We're going to blow it. Uh -huh. We're going to blow it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, we're walking the bases loaded. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't look. We're going to blow it. We're going to blow it. And, like, somehow, miraculously, like, uh, the third out. It we happened. got it. You did it. We did yeah. it. Yeah. They didn't lose. You're so used to losing uh, that it's a shock. Yes. This has been the feeling of like every sort of like big sports win that my team uh -huh. is like, it's like, we've got it. Like, uh, we don't have it. We're going to blow it. We're losing. Ah, uh, I hate this. How are the Mets looking, by the way? It's early. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> Hard to say. Yeah. yeah. It was a roller coaster for, for Kendall. I mean, I, I talked about this on, on the first podcast of the week, but there were there was, you know, I, I was really edge of my seat stuff there. Uh, you know, I'm right there with Kendall after when Roman uh, tells him he's not going to do it. I'm right there with Kendall. with the, Oh, man. Because uh, he's like, oh, no, he's been down this road before. Uh, he's had these sort of like high pressure performance moments that he's sort of super bungled. Uh, this is likely just going to be another one of them. And instead, while, you know, it's like a very grandiose thing that he is pitching and, you know, uh, you know, the substance of it is whatever the results of his attempt to inflate the numbers effectively and juice the stats uh, goes over. It goes over well. Uh, and I, you have every right to celebrate, Rob. Congratulations to you as the number yeah. one Ken fanboy on the post. I don't know where Network. we go from here. Yeah, we'll just call it's it. Like we're going to the next round. We're yeah. advancing in the playoffs. And so now, are, are you? How far can we go? Well, now this is my question for you: Are you moonwalking? Uh, Houston, we have liftoff. Houston, we have special. Are you moonwalking? Are you feeling as high as Kenny? Are you feeling like Kendall's uh, success is only going to skyrocket from here? Or will the Kendall skyrocket explode much like the other rockets of succession? Oh, that's and some in real life have as well. Yeah, I kind of wonder like, all right, well, now we advance. And now is is the move. Do I have to root for Kendall now to destroy Shiv and Roman? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
that could be the if we want to go yeah, back. I'm, maybe it, I'm here for it. If we want to yeah, go F back, it, bro. To it, F it. F it. Uh, Dump that, Dump I said. Him. I said this on the. That is the hardest I've laughed at. Dump him in the end zone. A very long time. Yeah. It was just. A, it, was such a, it was such a surprising. Uh, it shouldn't have been surprising at all because we know Kendall in these kinds of moments, but where his reaction to like Shiv's godmother, uh, godmother uh, Jerry, and mm -hmm. then he's like, you know what? F it. F it. Uh, what are you gonna do? Fire F Carl, it. Frank, eat, F and eat Greg. <laughs> fire me. Uh, just great, unbelievable. I laughed really, really hard at that. Yeah. Uh, that that has uh, yet to stop making me crack up. Uh, but yeah, we've got this. We've got this moment from Kendall where he has blasted off at the speed of light, uh, and he's taking Waystar with him potentially in success. Now, long ago in the before Logan Roy died era of this podcast, Rob, we had been speculating about possible doomsday scenarios here mm -hmm. on Succession. Gotta tell you, with a different show. He's got that. He's got that bomber jacket. He yeah. is now up in the upper stratosphere. Rob is Kendall Roy going to death ray Earth from space? Is he going to obliterate Shiv and Roman from his high seat in the sky? Yeah, he is a bit of a maverick, and I do think that Kendall Let's not forget does. That uh, Jeremy Strong was literally in a film called Armageddon Time. Is oh. it Armageddon Time for Kendall Roy? Is he going to bring um, about the apocalypse? No, I I do not think so. I I don't think so. That uh, that's not necessarily. I think maybe his own personal apocalypse, but I think <laughs> that um uh, I feel like that Roman is more likely to bring on the end of the world in uh, succession terms. Uh, in terms of like uh, his like I've already seen him with the rocket. And so I, I don't I don't I feel like that maybe the financial Armageddon, maybe uh, that that's probably more likely to be laid at the feet of Kendall. But I don't yeah. feel like that there will be global financial Armageddon. Armageddon, you know, political Armageddon, social media Armageddon, you know, yeah. societal but collapse Armageddon, I think is not impossible to lay at the feet of someone like Kendall, depending on how he wields. Yeah. The but of the three that I feel like that Kendall has been the least involved in the like political, like world of succession that I feel like that um, Roman was very involved in the picking of Jared Mencken during that episode last season and Shiv has been an operator on like more on the democratic side yeah. of politics and uh, like obviously Tom runs ATN but I, I really feel like that Kendall in terms of like his involvement in ATN storyline and obviously you know the source material far better than I do I feel like that has that has not really been part of his character's story correct Interestingly, I think actually Kendall has uh, now twice sort of stood <laughs> stood up against is very strong, uh, but has uh, strongly rejected uh, Nazi ideals. Uh, there was, uh, I believe, he also uh, said uh, very publicly, uh, "F the patriarchy." Yeah, he said, "F the patriarchy." Uh, season one, he is. Uh, you guys were talking about this on the podcast last week when he's trying to get in with the with the artist uh, uh, foundation, and he's showing off his shoes and everything. Uh, that's the Prague episode where they go underground, and Tom has a whole thing uh, that Kendall uh, is constantly being told that his family's brand is as toxic yeah. as Hitler. He's like, "Don't call me Hitler." Uh, Kendall's woke, Josh. He's Look, like, everybody's got to face it. Dude, you 
you're very prescient this season. Uh, it's not just the cousin Greg, but here you are boldly last week being like, you know what? I'm not even playing with the Matson storyline. I'm not here for it. I'm not I, like, I'm not even interested in it. I don't like it. And like, I'm over here being like, it's a kind of compelling story. I feel like they're all rallying together. They've got this sort of like final boss that they got to face. And then here comes Matson with the Nazi tweets. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's just say Rob was right again. Rob was right again. <laughs> Look, I, not I interesting. Not funny. Delete the tweet. I appreciate his existence in the show in terms of like uh, like uh, him being a, a foil for the kids. But as yeah. far as like exploring Matt's in front, I got it. Like yeah. we're good. He we're sends good. blood. You know, we've got it. He sends true blood to people. What if what he's been sending, by the way, has just been frozen packages of true blood, like leftovers from like any kind of swag that it's he got. Collector. Yeah, I'm a prop collector. Uh, <laughs> what if it's that? What if he's sure. just collecting props and just sending out props? Yeah, Gosh, we're probably going to have to do a True Blood rewatch here based on how this writer's strike <laughs> might turn out, Rob. Uh, get yourself ready. Rob and you Josh are both full you True a, you, Blood. You got a writer's strike prediction? Writer's strike prediction? Yeah, it's going to go for a bit. It's going to go, go for, for a bit. bit. I think yeah. it should go for a bit. Uh, I think there's a lot of really great analysis out there. People should be reading about it. Uh, it's going to impact your TV shows. Sure. For sure. sure. Uh, the degree to which it's going to impact the TV shows, I think, uh, is is a bit of a question. Uh, of course, the strike has been authorized. We're in strike mode for the first time in 15 years. Uh, really great coverage out there. Of course, my colleagues at THR. Um, there's a really great breakdown of it from Matthew Bellany in Puck, his newsletter that you got to subscribe to uh, that basically like sketches out a few different scenarios the soonest resolution to his projections being july uh so this could go for a minute this is going to be a story it's going to be a story mm -hmm. um but it's not the story of succession even though it is happening uh on the same week that succession goes to hollywood uh so yeah once well, again i really feel like yeah, that this would be great I, I mean i don't know how many of the studio heads are negotiating with the writers guild of america but i feel like that this would be a, like if there was a succession season five getting a, you know roman in some of these uh -huh. like tense negotiations i feel like that, yeah. that would be you know great fodder Yes, uh, great fodder uh, who will be sending uh, a, an F-bomb-filled Valentine's Day card uh, to all of you TV viewers out there. Um, you want to talk about Roman Roy this week? Roman Roy just to. going out here firing people, Rob. Yeah, um, I you know, loved all of the scenes uh, with, <laughs> you know, fi huh? with firing Joy. Uh, like, I, I felt like that in... That's Joy. In the second watching, I, I feel like I picked up a little bit more of what Roman was getting from her. In the, in the first viewing, I felt like it was a little more unwarranted. But, yeah. you know, uh, I do feel like that she could have played this a little differently. Sure. Probably the due process, though, is a good call uh, and like a good lesson for Roman, though. It would have been nice if he'd like learned that and then didn't immediately fire the head of legal counsel. The Jerry one, the, the Jerry one, I don't agree with. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Jerry, Jerry one's bad. Yeah, the Jerry one's yeah. Very I, bad. I do feel like that, you know, like Calispatron is out of control. Like she doesn't even want to talk about that. You know, like I feel like if your boss like calls you into a meeting and wants to talk about something, like I don't think he's like, actually, I want to table what you want to talk about. I think mm -hmm. you hear him out a little bit.
Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I feel like uh, Joy getting let go on top of the Jerry getting let go. Though I think that there is a world, you know, what Roman basically says to uh, to Jerry before he then fires Jerry. He's like, I said I'm firing her. I didn't actually fire her. Very mm-hmm. much shades of yeah. like, maybe this is a negotiation tactic, but it isn't, you know? Uh, yeah, uh, but even um, we saw where Jerry was like, what, what does that even mean? What are, yes. you, what are you even talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's it's to me yeah. like, uh, did this kill Jerry actually? Jerry is no, still she was there still at Investor Day, yeah. right? You know, yeah. so I think she's probably ultimately okay here, but. Uh, can't get know. rid of Jerry. Can't get rid of Jerry. Yeah. Not not with uh, four episodes left. But then again, we said can't get rid of Logan with seven episodes left. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess here. I guess we are in the end game, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in the end game now. We're in the mm-hmm. whatever chopper in the end zone, man. Uh, why not chopper in the end zone? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but it is interesting to think about because I feel like that we feel like we have like unlimited time, but there's only four hours of succession left. Uh, yeah. and so and I it, it, the way that this season is moving, uh, I don't know. Like basically, it's like a, a week of time in terms of like how the breakneck uh pace that we are going at. So I just don't know where this show stops and grace and i were talking about this last week about how like do we get like some sort of like epilogue like time jump uh i i don't know ultimately like what the end of this series looks like yeah uh well uh that's a good thing i think i think i think some of the near term is is shaping up relatively yeah. cleanly for me you know shiv and tom sure. now aligned together and kendall like kind of firmly with his hands on the wheel at waystar and both of them in roman's ear shiv kind of actively knowing that she does not like kendall in the top seat Kendall, I think, not really knowing that probably both of his siblings are not super happy with him. So uh, the the Why, table. What's is Roman's problem with Kendall? Well, I think that you get you get this moment at the near the end of the episode once the worm is turning on Kendall's speech, and it doesn't seem like he has just gone nut nut. Uh, while he is high on his own supply. He is also, uh, you know, intoxicating the rest of the investors uh, and Mm -hmm. it's working. It's working. It's working. Uh, (laughs) This is pod racing. Uh, And as a result, you get this sense from Roman, like the camera's really lingering on him with like, you know, sort of like narrowed eyes. Like I should have been on that stage. He's getting all the credit. But I feel like that he should be mad at Shiv. And I, I did feel like at the end of the episode, I didn't catch this on Sunday night, but in watching it, he bumps Shiv pretty hard on the way out the door of like, yeah. hey, thanks, stupid idiot. That like, I, yeah, yeah, you screwed me. I, and and Kendall was like disappointed of like uh, like really you're not you know we're not doing the thing the CEO yes. bros yes. you know I, I feel like Kendall like ex- invited him to do the thing Shiv gave him bad advice said don't do it and then he ends up being and. Like, I, I, I don't know if Roman is looking to Kendall to be the new like I, I really feel like that uh, maybe Roman wanted Kendall to like rip him a new one um, and tell him like uh, just like like yell at him. Maybe that's what Roman is looking for from some si- type of father figure yeah. ultimately. But he shouldn't be mad at Kendall. He should be mad at Shiv. Well, I think it is it is probably just some negative reinforcement of um, or maybe a lesson learned. Hard to say of of a lot of Roman's track record is Roman has had these moments where he's been 
offered opportunities to kind of like step up and do a thing. And most times that has happened, he has blown it up in some way, whether it was right. Uh, and, usually, and usually with a phallic symbol, whether it's like a, a rocket that's exploding or a literal DP, uh, you know, he tends to like, he has this moment of big success where he's, you know, getting the Gojo thing to the table and then he sends a dick pic to Jerry, but it goes to Logan. So like he has this way of self-sabotaging and here yeah. rather than, you know, when his father basically was trying to decide who to name a CEO and Roman takes himself out of the running by being like, I'm, I'm ready for it. But if not, like Jerry's a good idea. And here yeah. he's taking himself out of the running with Kendall of like, this is your thing. You just do the thing. And then it goes over. Well, is Roman ever going to actually learn, like take a swing, take a risk and like commit to the bit. Uh, and even if he ever did, does he have the juice to back it up? I think is a question too. But, yeah, uh, I think he's much more comfortable in being part of the ensemble than being the lead, which, you know, Kendall really, I think maybe has developed a taste for in yes. terms of like, uh, being, uh, that number one, uh, I think that is very appealing to him of like, okay, I'm a solo act. I'm not part of, I'm Beyonce. I'm not in destiny's child. Yeah. It would kind of be like, you know, uh, we know Kendall, Kendall likes it in the, captain's chair and roman is kind of the riker right he's sort of the commander to to kendall's captain we know that much like riker roman gets uh into a seated position very awkwardly uh so there's that piece mm. of it as well but it would be like in picard season three light spoiler this moment where riker assumes the captain position and picard is his number one uh, that's not really like a normal thing that tends to happen uh, if Roman were to be in the leadership position. Kendall doesn't like to play number one to anybody except to Logan Roy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, going back to did Kendall uh, or did Roman want uh, Kendall to be upset with him? You know, when I was th this thought occurred to me when when Roman tells Kendall that he fired Jerry. Yeah. I did. Did Roman want to be told that he was like a stupid idiot for firing Jerry? Like did Kendall, did he lose faith in Kendall from like, he knows that he just did a bad thing. Yeah. And the fact that, that Kendall did, did not respond like, uh, like, uh, like, are you effing kidding me? Are right. You, like, what is, what the hell is wrong with you? Is your brain broke? Like, he's like, eff it, bro. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do uh -huh. it. Um, and, I wonder if he kind of lost faith in uh, in Kendall in some way by agreeing with his bad decision. That's an interesting question. Um, I think maybe like after he's processed it a bit, I think that that could be factored into his call to to sort of like dip out and yeah. not do the presentation. But I think in in the moment, there's almost like a relief when when Kendall is telling him that you did you did good things, uh, like good job. There's a version of this story that like some people are saying. Uh, the, the new boys, these young now. Turks. Yeah. These yeah. young Turks. Uh, yeah. they've, got, they've got the stuff. Uh, and I feel like Roman Roman likes that moment. I do think, I think Roman enjoys that moment. I think even at the end of the yeah. episode, when he gets the, the, the micro dick, uh, deep fake, uh, of yeah. Logan Roy that clearly not, Kendall... not as well edited. No, it's not. Uh, it's really not though. I feel like, uh, we should Mr. probably snippy snip. Didn't do just, such a great job. We should just be Mr. Snippy snip, deep faking Logan Roy for the rest of the season, uh, is perhaps my take. Uh, sure. just keep John Hammonding him into the picture. Uh, but Kendall's the one who puts that together and sends it to, to Roman. I had, I had to much like Roman re-listen to it a few times because I didn't catch the back part of the message 
which is it's not just uh, a fairly historic announcement. Roman Roy has a micro dick and always gets it wrong uh, is what he says. I thought he was like, it always gets it on. It's like, actually, it's no. (laughs) I I caught it the first time. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I missed it. Uh, So always gets it wrong. Like there's a world where like Roman takes that poorly from Kendall. And then I think that there's the world where like he he has gotten nothing from Kendall other than positive reinforcement yeah. this whole way through. Uh, so I don't know how Roman's going to, going to take that final message. I, just I, wonder, I didn't catch did the aggressive want, bump to Shiv. I think that's when, a good block. When he ends up telling Kendall about that, he fired Jerry. Like I, he's like, uh, yeah, and you might need to fix it. And and then Kendall doesn't go fix it. Like, I, I do wonder that he, that Roman has had like the support system all the time where ultimately like dad is going to fix everything yeah. and kendall did it like his impulse wasn't to tell him he was an idiot and to go fix it i just d- don't know if roman is trying to like find this like uh paternal relationship somewhere and looking to looking to kendall for it right. um and you know kendall is not looking for certainly not looking to roman to uh, like like fill this uh hole that's not no. how he's processing this no and I, I think that the closer and closer Kendall gets to to Logan, uh, the more and more I do feel like he's going to do some version of like, you know, kicking Roman like a dog. I feel like all of the things that uh, Kendall has ever, you know, spoken out against, I feel like he's sort of doomed to do to some degree is probably the arc, like success in the business, getting the thing that he wants, but the corrupted dark heart as a result feels like, I know Grace really wants this to end with contentment for Kendall. Out of here. Come on, I Grace. I don't think so. I feel like it's going to end with like, I don't know about resentment from, from Kendall, but I think a lot of people resenting Kendall mm-hmm. is, is my not yeah. so bold prediction i feel but like is that, Roman being on that list is that not an unhappy uh, or not a happy ending for logan roy is isn't that what he always wanted did he not want his son to be a killer did yeah. he not want to see i mean logan was going to sell this whole thing to matson i mean for logan roy you'd have to think that he's somewhere smiling to see one of his children in the same way that he destroyed like james cromwell and uh-huh. had his own brother hating him isn't that the legacy of like for for logan roy that he wanted so badly you know he this I'm, i think i'm onto something like, let's do uh, this clip this Track okay it. yes all right logan roy ultimately wants two things he wants to have the company of his children in his life one he also wants one of his children to not be a total goof and to uh-huh. succeed him and take over I think the we, company. We say a total Dodrick in the succession universe, mm. not a total goof. That's a different uh, franchise altogether. Okay. But he does want one of his children to assume the role that he has spent his entire life working towards of being the head of this company. But ultimately, for one of these people to emerge to be the successor to Logan Roy, they cannot have the family existing in orbit that by the nature of one person emerging, the others must get knocked out of that orbit in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So there can only be one. So Logan, this whole time, wanted to have his children around him. And also have one of them emerge and ultimately like uh, that one of them potentially is going to emerge, but in the process needs to knock the others out. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that that is probably how it has to go. And I think that the, the, the roadmap is there from Logan's own history of Logan succeeds out of a difficult childhood. His brother hates him and his other sibling uh, who we've only heard a little bit about Rose dies and Logan blames himself in some way, shape or form. Uh, so I feel like some version of that plays out here. Like all of this has happened before. All of this will happen again, whether it's mm -hmm. a literal death, I don't know. Uh, or if it's just like total estrangement and somebody who may as well be dead. Uh, I feel like the total estrangement from Shiv, Roman may as well be dead. Kendall is responsible for this, gets the thing he wants, but loses the love of his family and begins the journey towards being a hardened Logan Roy. And probably even again in like the he's doomed to do all the things he spoke out against. I think probably doomed to be like shitty to his own kids. He already doesn't remember Sophie's room. Uh, he's like defended Iverson when Logan like lashed out at, at Iverson once upon a time. I feel like the, the journey for Kendall, who has at least been negligent of his kids, to then being a little more Logan-y towards his children. That feels like uh, that feels like the prophecy complete to me. Yeah, but does he not fulfill the like ultimate wish of Logan Roy that one of his children would go on to like emulate him? And yeah. so, in some ways, it's like a like uh, unsatisfying ending for the people that want to see the Roys ultimately end up as like one functional family unit but that was never gonna happen who at least like who wants this to be happy for these people you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't deserve in some happiness. ways you know yeah. has has logan roy in death actually achieved the thing that he wanted all through his entire life yeah i think so i think so I really like to imagine what it would have been like if Roman and Kendall had done that uh, had done that show together. They would have had the same Maverick bomber jackets. It's been a really interesting week for Jeremy I, Strong in the fashion arena. Did you see yes, his work the at the Gala, Met Gala, his Luke. Yes, yes, I did. He's he Scooby Dooed it. He Scooby Dooed it. Yes. Yeah, he was Scooby Dooing uh, it. Yes. Uh, did he go to Hanna Barbera Fashion School? <laughs> I think he may have gone to Hanna Barbera Fashion School. Yeah. Um, Should I, we get Maverick jackets? Do you want one? Yeah, that's sure. I, I, you know, we could be, you know, CE bros. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I um, like that. But I do feel like that as we conjure up images of Maverick and the flight jacket, that I do feel like that, not to say Jeremy Strong, but I do feel like that Kendall and Tom Cruise, I do feel like that there is a similar vibe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as in like uh, both. Kendall and Tom Cruise will go to extraordinary extremes uh, that put, put their not just spiritual lives on the line, but their physical bodies in harm's way as well, all to atone for the sins of their closet that they cannot publicly uh, pull into light mm -hmm. for fear of completely tarnishing whatever shred of reputation they have, whether it's Scientology or killing the boy. I the think there's a lot England. there. I think yeah. there's a lot there. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, I could see Kendall uh, jumping on the couch. I could, I could see Kendall going full Scientologist. Yes. You know, I think uh, if we had a season five, Rob, I feel like there's room for the Scientology episode of Succession. Yeah, I don't know how much, like, in terms of, like, uh, again, I don't, I don't want to disparage our, uh, like, our, our friends over yes. at the uh, Scientology. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. Disparage away, please. Uh Mm, I, I think uh, well, you, you do that do that on your own time. Okay. Um, <laughs> that being said, 
Um, and I do feel like that there is like that same sort of like manic energy. Uh, and, and I could see Kendall getting like way into like whatever, like he could like he'll, he could, he could get into it. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could, I think it could go for him. Um, we haven't talked much about Shivy, 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 Shivy. So Shiv is scheduling her grief. Uh, she is also scheduling. That's very some... efficient. Yeah. Do you schedule in your grief? I mean, if you could, boy, yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. Can if every, if everybody cue? could, no. You can't cry on cue? If everybody could compartmentalize, yeah. uh, you know, that, that would be. Do you ever get a super. good cry in? Um, Are cries I, cathartic for you? Um, probably. I mean, I did watch Picard season three, so yeah, a couple yeah. of times along the way. Yeah. There's some moments. Mm-hmm. I'm not a crier. I yeah. really am. am uh, you're like the town crier, but you're not. Uh, you're the not town like, crier. Yeah, like maybe like crier. John Crier, but uh-huh. no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but Shiv and Tom. I did watch at- Slumberland. Yeah. Oh, was that the what was which one was Slumberland? Is that the Jason Momoa mm-hmm. one or that's okay? Mm-hmm. Did that make you cry? Is it sad? I I would not say like I was not like um you know like I feel like there's very few things in real life make me cry, but I do feel like that sometimes the media might tap into something. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Shiv and Tom are back together after a quick game of bitey. Did you like bitey? Did you think Bitey was I cute? Did not. cute no, not hot? I did not. Hot, not cute. I, I really Neither. was surprised uh, that, you know, that not only did Bitey happen, but it happened at like a uh, a party for investors of uh, uh, Waystar Royco. Yeah. Uh, like, I kind of feel like that. How did that not end up like uh, in the gossip blogs? Uh, because these are people who are all vampires anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, just like a quick round of like biting each other's forearms is not the weirdest thing that they've seen. I would I would imagine I would gather. Yeah, I guess it's, it's sort of like, oh, are they doing like some sort of like uh, tequila shot? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that could be it. Yeah, they think that they're just doing body shots over there instead of bitey shots. They didn't mm-hmm. know that that's what was going on. Yeah. Uh, what does the world look like with Tom and Shiv back together, Rob? Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like that they did have like a, you know, nakedly open conversation. Um, and I'm not talking about uh, what they did off screen. But, you know, I think it's kind of a little refreshing of yeah. to hear people like just so like in a show where the people have so many secrets to have two characters have like such a Frank uh, or, not, or Jerry or, or Carl. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Conversation that. It was it was nice to see. You know, I, I like Shiv and Tom together. Like, I feel like yeah. that we don't know what to do with Tom if he's not with Shiv. Yeah, just pine for Shiv. You know, mm-hmm. just trying to get back in with Shiv. He likes yeah. his stuff. His stuff. Yes. Well, I do feel like that if Greg has gone off with like the Kendall and Roman side of things, I do think it's interesting that you know if Tom. I, and I was saying this last week on the podcast that Tom, uh, if he is able to reconcile with Shiv, that he ends up having uh, a little bit of a divorce coming with Greg. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, again, we're in the end zone. We're, we're dropping them in the end zone. And so mm-hmm. now it's time to kill your darlings. And that doesn't just include like individuals getting fired, but I think relationships breaking as well. This is not a happy show. Uh, ultimately, it's a, it can be a very funny show while it's also being like really bleak and awful. So I don't think it'll ever lose that edge to it. But I think 
you know, Tom invited Greg along for the deal with the devil and he comes to re regret that feels like an arc, right? Like I think like Tom has uh, protected Greg since Greg came into the picture in the very first episode of the very first show, protected in quotes. He's also abused him uh, for that to uh, blow up in Tom's face in some way, shape or form feels like a satisfaction of both of those characters arcs. So I'm fully on board with, I don't like it for the Tom and Greg. If you're a big Tom and Greg fan, I expect it ends negatively for, for those two. Mm -hmm. uh, hard, to, hard to see it not, especially like, yeah. Uh, once again, Greg is back, like very team Kendall. Greg loves to like, he pats Kendall every he's time. Such he's such a super worm supportive. because he's also when Kendall <laughs> on stage, he's like, oh my God, like he's dying. He's terrible. Uh, and then he comes off and, and uh, he's like, uh, you know, high-fiving. You know, mm -hmm. he's, the, he's the worst, Greg. Yeah, no, um, he's not great. Josh, who would win in a fight? Uh, Kalispatron or Pitchbot? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, is Pitchbot from the franchise? I have so many questions about Kalispatron. Um, sure. Fire away. I want, I want to know what Go it's it. about. Is this, is it, is it more of an Avengers analog or no. a Transformers analog? It's its own thing. It's its own it's, franchise. It's its own thing. It's so yeah. is, is Pitchbot in it? Is he a sidekick? No. Is he getting an animated series as you're franchising the hell out of this thing? Pitchbot just reacts to the amazing pitches that all the all the gems that are get fired off. Is Pitchbot going to replace the writers of Hollywood? Because if so, I am against Pitchbot. Hmm. Could Pitchbot fix Kalispatron? <laughs> how would how would how would Pitchbot fix Kalispatron? Uh, what is the what is the way? What is the way to do this? I think basically it would be able to like just tighten up uh, Kalispatron to get. I mean, it's it's over like two and a half hours. I yeah, think that that's probably long. the biggest thing. Yeah, uh, you know, blanks. You know, the thing is, like, I, I I'm no like Hollywood CEO. Okay, not yet, not yet. But listen, listen to me, okay. All right, a movie costs the same amount, whether it's 90 minutes or three hours. Why are we making three-hour movies? You think everything uh, it's should be called, 90 minutes. Everything should be, everything should be, if I'm at the head of the studio, I'm like, hey, what are you spending another 100, 200 million dollars to make another hour of this movie? That's the sequel. What are we yeah. doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, you know how many... And frankly, these podcasts are too long. Yeah, you know how many six or seven hour podcasts you've been on, Rob? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It costs the same amount of money uh, to make uh, a one hour podcast or a two hour podcast. If anything, we should be like, hey, we should be getting our money's worth. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, break it up into, <laughs> break it up into multiple <laughs> episodes. Yeah. I think an innovation for podcasting is we should, uh, every single episode, not just succession, should we have multiple episodes on one episode per week? Um, but I think we should have multiple episodes that recap the one episode. So we add like a whole five additional podcasts where the first recap is just like the first 10, 12 minutes. And then the second recap, we just go into the next 12 minutes. So we just go deeper. We go deeper. What does that do for the numbers? It juices them. It I think it juices the numbers. Are they effing delicious? They're effing delicious, but they might have hit the stupid point mm. at that point. I do think it's possible. Yeah. Uh, they're numbers, but they're also numbers, though, Rob, is uh, worth remembering. Worth remembering yeah. at this moment in time. Um, beyond Kalispatron, we, uh, we caught wind 
of some other movie titles in the Waystar portfolio this mm-hmm. week, Rob. Uh, would you like to hear about some of them? There was uh, yes. some marquee names yes. that we got here. Not marquee Wahlbergs, unfortunately. Uh, although I bet he's in Calispatron. Would not be surprised. Uh, so some of the Waystar... <sighs> be huge for him. Yeah, some of the he, Ray Odd Trip is the character he voices, I believe, in uh, mm-hmm. in the Callisto Patron. Uh, so a few of the things that we saw on posters and banners in this episode, uh, whether they are films or like Waystar Plus uh, titles, uh, Living Plus uh, titles, Dodrick and Friends. Dodrick is the mascot that we have seen at uh, Waystar theme parks in the past. This is the mascot yeah. that cousin greg threw up out of the eyes on once upon a time mm-hmm. this does feel like sort of like mickey mouse right is dodrick the mickey mouse of waystar yes what yes first world they live in that they have to deal with a, <sighs> the make the most famous mascot in succession universe is named dodrick yeah so this was this came up on the the deep dive uh podcast uh which uh they were talking about with uh grace amanda and asia was uh was guessing and they're talking about yeah. like uh is is uh uh Royco Waystar is it Disney and yeah. like I, I don't think it's quite I don't think it's Disney I, I feel like that to me I feel like that they're sort of like the like secondary like thirdary like like I feel like they're more like a universal where it's sort of like they have theme parks but they don't have like incredible character IP yeah uh, but they disagree. Uh, Kendall said, I guess they disagree. We've got, the, we've got one of the most uh, powerful content libraries ever. Like, Certainly, who's the face of Universal Studios? Like, Shrek? The monsters? Mm-hmm. Dracula and Frankenstein and such? The minions? The minions. Oh, did you see the morons? Uh, yes. So, so morons is this in-universe franchise in the Succession universe. It's called Morons. You see like a big poster for it in an aerial shot, uh, and they look like they are just like uh, little despicable me minions, uh, mm-hmm. except they're morons. Is this a Logan Roy passion project, Rob? Is this if we were to no. watch Morons, would it just be a send-up of about his, own his kids? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. that's very funny. That's, maybe yeah. that's what appealed to him. Yes, that's um, my guess. That's my guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I do feel like that. It does seem like a Minions uh, knockoff. Are you a Minion guy? Not a big Minion guy. Got to tell you, uh, not a big Minion guy. Don't think I've Despicable Mead. Uh, I know his name is Gru. He is yeah. Gru. I think. Groot. Right. Uh, Gru. No T. No yeah. T. At the end. G-R- is it pronounced Gru? No, Gru. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And not Grogu? Not Grogu. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't minioned. I have some friends who are big into minions. <laughs> you do? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's not, fine. Not that's a good. ton of character IP about the Universal. Jurassic studio. Park. Jurassic so they're like, Park. Yeah. They're, you know, their title. Uh, Harry Potter. You know, right. The title character is going to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So, mm-hmm. you know, it could be that. Harry Potter for the theme parks, at least. Yeah. Uh, so for the parks division. So, yeah, I think Dodrick is the one. A couple of the other ones. There's three others that I wanted to shout out uh, in the Waystar content library. Girl Zero. Uh, Dark Moon. Wait, no. Is, is there a poster for Girl Zero? Yes. There's posters for all three of these that I will tell you. Okay. Girl Zero. I believe that's just a name. It's got no space between Girl and Zero. Uh, Dark Moon. Same deal. Uh, capital D, capital M. And then I clocked Legends of... Wait for it, Rob. End time. Legends 
of end time. Is this another clue towards a possible end time level event at the end of succession? Ah, boy. Don't say no. Don't say no. I I don't, I I really don't think so. New rule. That's true. That's true. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Um, uh, but I don't see it as much as uh, in, in the beginning of the season. I feel like that that would have been an interesting spec script for succession yeah. of like, okay, who's in the bomb shelter? Who's in the, who's who can fit in the panic room. Yeah. But ultimately like, I, I don't think we do that without Logan. Would you like to go into the panic room slash fallout shelter known as Living Plus, Rob? Uh, we hear about Living Plus in this episode. Yes, yes I is, would. It is pitched. I find, yeah, I think that'd be very appealing. You were appealed. You were. Uh, you thought that Living Plus sounded like yeah. a place you'd like to I'd go. I'd like to retire to Living Plus, sure. Uh-huh. You'd like to live an extra 50 years? I mean, if it's like a, a cool setup and then also like I'm going to get to see like directors and like uh come and screen their movies for me like what else am i gonna do i guess i got i gotta know like like, social media but in real life with that kind uh, of connection that i'm craving it's better and it's better because it's real Uh uh-huh yeah okay i'm i'm all ears yeah i'm in so I guess my question, because they've got like the 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 medical tech to to patient pipeline that they offer up in Living Plus, theoretically at least, if any of this is real, mm-hmm. I just want to know like how old am I when that's coming through, and is like is this not just extending my life, but also making it so that like I am you know relatively healthy and spry yep. as well? Because if what it is is doing is turning me into like a one hundred and thirty five year old man, uh, that is like the past the point of ancient i'm starting to look like mr kane from poltergeist 2 i don't think i want that i think i'm Hmm. fine without that i don't think that that's where i want my extra 50 uh plus uh years to to go into rob that doesn't sound fun more forever does sound fun um uh it's the wand off it'll be here more forever i Mm -hmm. think yeah um so it's almost forever yeah it's almost forever not quite um are you going to do uh, an RHAP Living Plus? Are you thinking about such a such a product? Um, what would it be? So we are basically like uh, we're getting into housing. Yes. And then so we sort of like uh, you said so you live in this community. It's basically like a live know-it-alls or a live show mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, people can, can okay. listen to the all right. Let's we can, we, we can work with this. Okay. Podcasters uh, are constantly going love, in and checking you in. You love reality TV. You love this community. Why don't you live here? Uh, so many people have uh, met their significant others. Now they can move in and live in a community with yeah. people with like-minded values. Uh, we keep it very safe. Keep all the trolls out. Keep out all the haters. Respectful. Uh, we could do live on live reality games. You can play. You are not only a fan of Big Brother, but then we play Big Brother also. Some of get your some favorite, of re- uh, reality favorite reality people might come show by. up. Hosts definitely will. Uh, we have access to some of the top reality doctors. Uh, Doctor Doctor Mike uh, can come in. Uh, Doctor Amanda. Doctor Amanda. 
uh, some of the top podcasters, a place where podcasters and the biggest fans get together and live in one place. And this is actually sounding effing delicious. And uh, like, I really feel like that we're onto something right now. Yeah. So I am going to talk to some of our numbers people mm -hmm. and work on doing this, but I think that we are ready to do the pitch. Um, soonish soonish. Yeah. I don't think I'm coming. <laughs> I think I'm out. Mm -hmm. It's a lot at once. It's a lot at the same time. Land cruises. Land, Land cruises. cruises. Yeah, they didn't. They made it sound originally like a timeshare. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's like they're going to make people live there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's it's interesting. Mattson really wants nothing to do with it. He wants absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else from this episode that you want something to do with, Rob? What else happened in Living Plus that we didn't touch on that you wanted to make sure we we hit before we closed up shop for the day? No, I think we got to uh, a lot of uh, the things that I wanted to. It's a good, like, you know, about. it's a with a final season, it's hard to imagine, like, how do you have time for a vibes episode when you also yeah. have, like, plot and character to advance? And I think this episode managed to do all of those things. Yeah. Uh, so um, that was that was exciting. Just like, have you talked at all about uh, next week's episode yet? From no, the trailer I, have, I have not because I, I always leave this for you, Rob. Yeah. Tailgate Party is the name of the next episode and there is a trailer that makes it seem like it will be another contained location yeah episode. i i i'm excited for this yeah, one me too. Me too. i think it's going to be really fun uh and i know that madsen's going to be there but i really feel like that this is seems like you get everybody in one place and succession like very rarely steers you wrong so at the end of this episode, when they're in the car together, Shiv is talking about if we're hosting. So I feel like whatever this party is feels like a Shiv and Tom hosted affair. Uh, and so like how long uh, before they get back to utter collapse because hosting a party together is just too much to bear versus uh, will they be able to just like get even more on message with each other? Mm -hmm. uh, morons the message morons uh, yeah i'm excited for it too it looks fun uh yeah. alexander skarsgård looks like gold member in the in the oh. next episode uh if you look at the trailer he's just, like wearing gold. like he's, he's very european gold. also gold member yeah he is he is i don't want to mm -hmm. know what he's talking about with dodrick uh dodrick smoke and a pancake i think mm -hmm. is what he tweeted out uh, so yeah, I look forward to uh, to A Scars's effect effective Met Gala look coming to uh, coming to Succession next time out. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be back next week with more on the Robin Josh show uh, as we've got just a few more episodes of Succession. I can't believe it. Break I, can't believe it. I know. Honestly, like I I said, I applauded the move, but I, they have another season. Like uh, I think that. This is uh, I'm going to miss this too much. Here's what I'll what I'll say is I, I love that it's ending. I, the energy that it's building yes. towards the climax is so fun right now. What I really hope uh, and especially in like sort of like the cynical IP world we live in now, clearly as evidenced by what's going on with the writer's strike, uh, which, again, you should read into look up uh, what's going on there. It's worth uh, getting invested in uh, that. I feel like 10 years from now, you know, 15 years from now. Old man Kendall, you know, old lady Shiv, old man Roman, all of this stuff. Like, I would be interested in seeing, like, what does succession look like 
once these people are the uh, the the Carls and Franks and Jerry's of the world mm -hmm. and who are the young whippersnappers. I think Succession reboot down the line yeah. could be really fun. Um, sure. I mean, why not? Um, yeah. I did love the scene between Carl and uh, <laughs> yeah. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, you know, I you've I got my mic in your hand, but I've got yours. Yeah, I'm. I, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he said, like, look, you say one thing up there that I don't like, and I'll squeal. I'll, squeal, I'll squeal on what? Squeal, squeal what? He what has he have? the he has the receipts. You know of what? Of the wrongdoings, of the bad times. He, of, I mean, he doesn't know about the waiter, right? He doesn't know about the waiter. So what is he going to squeal? Uh, that if Kendall is trying to, like, hang on to uh, the company. Oh, does, that he, does he know about the underline cross-out? Is no, that what he'll I squeal? He knows, like, all of, like, the dirty secrets. Like, they've talked about, uh, you know, is this the worst thing that's ever happened? The cruise scandal. And then there's all this other stuff that they were mentioning that I don't have as freshly available to me. But this was back in, like, season three, episode one. There's, like, the Argentina thing or whatever it was. Uh, so, like, Carl whatever. You've has, got nothing, Carl. Carl has seen... Uh, he knows where some of the bodies are buried, I think. Well, I'm glad he came around to the winning side at the end he's like yeah. he's special he's i special. know special that's yeah. he's special houston we have special such a dumb yeah, everybody line, is, is so wormy yeah it's great <laughs> very snivelby uh all right so if you want to make sure you're subscribed post show recaps.com slash succession is our rss link for all of our succession also, coverage uh if you see the tweet I think you should fave it. Yes, fave it. Fave the tweet if you can. Fave the fave the podcast. Ratings and reviews greatly appreciate. Also on the Robin Josh show, postshowrecaps.com slash Robin Josh. If you want to subscribe to the feed, if you want to give that a fave, we'd appreciate that. Rob, what is RHAP faving right now? What's going on in your world? Well, I had a very fun podcast. Josh, have you watched Jury Duty? I haven't yet, and I know that I really need to. Yeah, so uh, we I did that over the course of two weeks uh, over on the Hit or is it, Quit podcast. Is it uh, worth the hype? Uh, I think so. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say, like, it's going to change your life, but I think it's a fun yeah. watch to, uh, like, I think it's something that you should definitely have in is your repeatable format. Could they do it again? We talked about this on the podcast of whether or not they could do it. We had some ideas about like what they could potentially do for another season. You could imagine a bunch duty. of uh, jury duty clones coming up in the writer strike era. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, potentially. Um, it seems like it was like it was a big operation, though. Uh, and I do feel like that there were probably enough of it was scripted that I think that would probably oh, it's like a little bit of a hybrid succession um, spinoff idea for you. You ready? Yeah. Jerry duty jerry duty yes. so what's the what's the pitch pitch it's bot like, is it like is it good it's like the charlie work episode of always sunny except jerry and you just follow jerry through a day in the life he, she says i'm very good at my job well let's see that up close and personal jerry duty um let's not go into some of the time off that she has from her job lest the title take on a different meaning sounds kind of dope <laughs> all right pitch bot get to work put it together Mm -hmm. okay good yeah uh, i think so so you check that out that was very fun what else be, uh beyond jury duty the survivor, oh, survivor yeah. big brother canada going to toronto next week for oh an gosh. international event yeah yeah uh if you're in canada what are you doing not hanging out with roberto and friends uh mm -hmm. you could get a preview of what rhap living plus might look like 
we get everybody together and we start <laughs> talking about it and people yeah. i think uh, i think we're gonna get some very excited people yeah i think it's potentially pretty dope uh all right mm -hmm. well this podcast was definitely very dope there's more to come versus podcast still to come we've got the wrap-up show at the end of the week which is going to be really fun then it starts all over again on sunday night with tailgate party really looking forward to that really happy to be back in the groove with you rob and to everybody else i say f off r to the op and josh wigma talking about succession